I just want to say uh, you have some wonderful pastors. Uh, take care of your pastors. They are wonderful. And, and as, as Pastor Jason uh, is resting and refreshing and recouping and, you know, pastors need that. Pastors need that. I know uh, we don't see a lot of things that pastors do, but they labor over you in prayer. They 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 labor over you in the word. They they fret over your condition. Um, ask me how I know. And so you know, <laughs> pray for your pastors. Encourage your pastors. You have wonderful pastors here and a wonderful ministry here at Wellspring. Uh, you know, it, as Pastor Graham and. It's an honor to say Pastor Graham. Uh, he might say, just call me Graham, but I'm going to call him Pastor Graham because what it does for me. Uh, you know, I meet a lot of people who are already pastors, right? And they introduce themselves as pastors. But it's something to say when you watch, I won't say young punk. He said punk. <laughs> I won't use those terminologies, right? But uh, as a young man, just being cultivated by the Lord and watching how that actually worked, for him to be called into the ministry like that was an amazing thing to see. And so I get, I praise God to, you know, I got to watch a, you know, front row seat, front row seat of Pastor Graham and, you know, when he was just Graham and, and, uh, and how God is using him in this church. And in that, I watched this ministry birth when it was just an idea. And so I'm praising God, like, you guys been through storms. You guys been through you know, the pandemic. You guys, and you guys are still here. So praise God for that. That just shows me ain't nothing. Listen, you can go down the street. There is some business that's not even here no more. But yet God seen it fit that Wellspring will continue here in Tom's River. And one thing I love about your church are the many things I love about your church because I, I, I follow y'all. I'm one of those stalkers that follow y'all on Facebook. <laughs> Keep posting. You got some stalkers out there. One thing about you, I, you guys are like, and Dear and I, we talk about this. You guys are like a, a Monday through Sunday church, meaning that you do, you do life together. It's built into the culture. Sunday is just like an overpour of what you guys do throughout the week. And it's encouraged to see the body of Christ. It, it reminds me of the first century church when the body of Christ would meet with each other. They would eat with each other and they would pray with each other and they would, and they would be in each other's lives. 50 people in a life group, praise God. Praise God. Where are you going to see that at? So the short note is you're in the right house. First time guess you're in the right house. Amen. And so... We are, okay, I got to do a little commercial, all right? Here's my one commercial, and then we'll get into the series, all right? So who, who am I now? So Graham said that he met me, and many years ago, uh, I was in the midst of a dark place in my life, and I needed help. And I, and, and I looked for help all around the world, searched all over, couldn't find nobody. And I found Jesus of addiction, in the midst of uh, uh, depression, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of just, just mental health, addictions, and Christ came in. Y'all sung the sun sets you free, you be free indeed. You know, when y'all were singing the song Freedom, uh, man, and your, 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 your worship team is awesome, right? Amen? Amen. Your worship team. I mean, they set the tone. If I blew the message, it was all on me. 
Because y'all set <laughs> y'all set the tune. <laughs> but you know, um, you know, Christ set it set me free while Graham was growing up to be the minister that he was. God was bringing me through another channel. Uh, you know, in the, in the bonds and in addictions and in the change. And so I worked at America's Keswick for 17 years. I did I, I did uh, a lot of great things while I was there. I'm pray I praise God for that place. I end up being the director of the Colony Mercy, the, the the place that helped me out. Uh, and my wife and I, as we both served there at some point, uh, we we noticed that there was uh, individuals that you know on bookends. Uh, some people, individuals who didn't need to go to uh, a treatment facility, but but uh, could use a little counseling, could use a little tune up, could use a little and. Then we noticed that when guys and gals, you know, were released from treatment or released from that inpatient phase, uh, that aftercare was so detrimental. And so that's where Hope House for our families came in is to meet those needs on the bookends, we call them. Or we call it like continual care. So we walk people through their time in inpatient and walk them out the door and have a soft landing. Right now we have two locations. We have one location in Ocean County. Uh, that place, that location has seven, uh, eight guys in that location, and those guys are doing well. They graduated from their programs, and, and they live in life, and they're being discipled, and so praise God for that. And we just recently purchased in May an uh, old church in a house, a parsonage that was connected. Uh, we have uh, a few guys down there. That, that, that phase is being rebuilt. Uh, Chaplain CJ is out there. He runs that house for us. He does a great job. He has more information for that. But here, if you ask what my first ministry is, you know, uh, I am so grateful for Jesus for delivering me. But look at that. That's my wife, De'Ara. Look how beautiful she is. I'm, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that worked, guys. <laughs> but but I married up. I praise God for her. Uh, there, there. She's not just my life partner. She's my, uh, she's my best friend. She, uh, <laughs> we just, we just do life together. She's my ministry partner. Uh, she's <laughs> we co-parent, which was probably the hardest job is raising those three, right? <laughs> and so um, that age is very unique. That's Olivia, and then and this is Sage, our middle child. Uh, obviously, she has some um, charisma, and then, <laughs> and then uh, stop taking a picture. Uh, and then, and then we have a little Orlando, um, and so we—that's my—that's my joy, to be able to be able to raise those children in the Lord and be able to do ministry. My wife is uh, uh, finishing up her doctorate degree in marriage and family counselor, so she's not only beautiful, she's smart. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's my little infomercial. So, we, uh, <laughs> we serve families. Because when we look at our families, other families are important. Our families are, our family is important to us, right? And we realize everybody's family is important. And so the people we come in, we don't just help the individual that's struggling, that's, you know, knee deep in the, in, in, in the, in, with the issue. We, we, we work with the whole family. And so we work with wives and husbands and moms and dads and brothers and sisters so that we can kind of have a ripple effect. And it's been amazing to know that, uh, that everybody is being impacted by that issues of addictions and mental health. And, and, and we do the best we can with the Lord has given us to, to assist that journey. Amen.
All right, commercial is over and we're done. And now, anybody came to hear what God has to say? All right, amen. We came to hear what God has to say. And uh, we're in Wellspring. You guys are in this title, Glow Up, Summer Glow Up. And I'm one of those people that's over 25 that needed to understand what does glow up mean, right? And simply when I was saying I needed to grow up, but glow up sounds more, 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 more appropriate for what you guys doing. And so the definition, is it on the board? Yep. Yeah, right. How about we say this together? We have a habit of saying things together at our church. So, all right, the count of three. It might sound kind of muffled, but y'all with me? Yeah. We awake? Yeah. We, all right, let's try. All right. Glow up is a slang term used to describe a significant transformation, typically in the physical appearance that is perceived as an improvement. It's the process of turning yourself into a better version of yourself and becoming a more confident, attractive, and successful. Later? <laughs> or is that who created it? All right. So basically, we're looking for an upgrade. And basically, we want to level up. I like that. That means I'll get more attractive. Successful. <laughs> I like that. You guys are on it. And last year, I would not want to follow Pastor Graham. I, I looked at that message, and he just was on fire up here. He, I know that was Holy Spirit-led because he didn't stop from the beginning. He stepped on stage to the closing. And I don't know if I could keep up with the energy of that, but he... He was really blessing us. I mean, he talked about, you know, we got to check our vision problem. Some of us have a, a vision problem that we need to adjust. Um, he said he talked about having the right lens, the right kingdom perspective. He said, are we reaching our full potential? You know, some of us in this room are settling for a lot less than what God has for us. You ever think about that? Oh, I'm just being content. You know, there's a difference between being content and settling for what less God has for us. He talked about, oh, I've never heard this like this. He talked about obedience is part of the healing process. Man, that young man got it. He nailed it. Christ worked through him and, and spoke. Obedience is part of the healing process. I mean, that's a, that's a year message in itself. You can just break that down. And uh, nobody, some of us don't like to hear the word obedience, but it's part of the healing process. And he, he had a lot of other things that I can name on here, but you guys can go back. The great thing, you guys can go back and, and look through uh, that message. So praise God for that. So uh, my task, uh, and there's a lot of scriptures in here, and I won't be able to do a, a justice for all the scripture that was assigned to me, but I will point out some highlights that practically apply to our life. Because I don't know about you, but I, when I leave a church service, I want to I have one tool that I can walk out and put it right into practice. I want to have something that I can just grab hold of. And I, you know, I'm, I'm like boots to the ground type of guy, like something that I can put right into practice. So I, I pulled out a couple things that might be important vital to the kingdom. So where I'm at is uh, I'm in Luke 17. We all in Luke 17 for the, I believe, the duration of this series. But I'm in section 20 to 37. 
Uh, but before I, I get to this particular scripture, I just wanted to remind us that in this season, Jesus is full-blown in his earthly ministry. I mean, he's healing. He's praying. He's teaching. I mean, miracles are happening. I mean, Christ is just doing his business, what he was called to do. He's full-blown in it. Uh, Pharisees are questioning and, 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 and planning and plotting throughout his time here. He's a few chapters away from his last days. Like we took communion. A few chapters away, we'll enter in to the Last Supper, uh, the communion before his finale, we will say, right? He's teaching kingdom principles. The kingdom of God is among you. The kingdom of God is in your midst. Jesus is full-blown in his ministry. Can we pray before a reading of the word? Father, I thank you, Lord, that we came here to hear from you, God. And the way we hear from you, God, is through your word. Father, and the way we hear from you, God, is through your Holy Spirit. And the way we hear from you, God, is the message that you send, God. So, Father, we ask that your message is preached. Your message is shared. Father, we ask that that our hearts are open and our ears are ready to listen to what you have to say, Christ, because it's about Christ and him crucified. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. So I titled this service, Anywhere But Backwards. Anywhere But Backwards. And so Luke, mm, the te technical demons, there we go. All right. <laughs> Luke 7, you know, I, I, pre I spoke a whole message with a blank screen. I was up to speak, and as soon as I went up, the screen went blank, and I was like this, like I was reading stuff, and I was acting like illustrating. <laughs> blank screen, y'all. Blank screen. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. And thank you, Lord. Right? <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, Luke, Luke 17, 20 says, Be asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God would come, he answered, the kingdom of God is not coming in the ways that you will be observed, nor will they say, look here, it is, or there, for the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And he said to the disciples, the days are coming when you will see, desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and you will not see it. And they said, and they will say to you, look there, look here, do not go out or follow them. For as the lightning flashes, the lights in the sky from side to, side to another side, the Son of Man will be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the son of, uh, in the days of the Son of Man. They will be eating and drinking and marrying and being given into marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and a flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they will be eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out of sight on fire, sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them. So will it be the day when the Son of Man is revealed on that day. Let the one 
who is on the housetop with his goods to, in the house not come down to take them away. And likewise, let the one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I will tell you in, the, in that night there will be two in a bed, two, two in the one bed. One will be taken up and the other left. There will be t- two women grinding together. One will be taken up and the other left. And they will say, we're Lord. He said to them, where the corpse is, the vultures will gather anywhere but backwards. There's a lot of scriptures in there. Now, I debated, should I read all the scriptures? But I don't know. It's Sunday morning. Isn't the word of God pretty important, right? And so it's it's appropriate to read the word of God, you know, and sometimes I've been in a service and a pastor just read God's word. And it was amazing just to hear God's truth and, and knowing that Christ was speaking these words anywhere but backwards. I got that title. I wish I came up or created it, but I didn't create it. It was a guy that struggled with addictions for many years. Seven books later, ministry later, working for the government later, his tagline is anywhere but backwards. He refuses to go anywhere near what consumed his life. And I believe there is something or somebody in this room that probably has something that they need to leave alone. And so hopefully this message is for you. Hopefully God shows you something in this world. And, my, and I have three little topics that we just going to plow through from this passage of scripture. So my first topic, we, we have to forget. Now, let me share a disclaimer. There's some things that you'll never forget and some things that you will, you will carry, right? Um, I'm not saying that everything that is in your past you need to forget. But there's some biblical truth about forgetting some things. And so some things are not vital to your new life in Christ. Some things are not essential to who you are in a new creation. And so some things you need to forget. Now, I know for a fact that some people do with, you know, might be in counseling and my wife and I, we do counseling. And I'm not saying forget your work that you're doing with your counselor. Don't, 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 don't go back Monday morning and say, hey, I'm done with counseling. My, the pastor said, forget everything. I'm done. No, that's not what I'm saying. Continue what you're doing in that area. But there are some things that we'll talk about. And, and it says in verse 26 to 29, it says, just as it was in the day of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man that they were eating, they were drinking, they were married, they were given over to marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. The flood came, destroyed them all, and likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planning, and, and building. But on that day, Lot went out from Sodom, fire, sulfur, rain from heaven, destroyed them. Remember Lot's wife. So you have two scenarios here. Well, God was doing a cleansing. There was two scenarios here that God was trying to move these individuals on because the setting and situation was not good. Y'all know what I'm saying? 
Y'all can look over your life and say, and, 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 and observed. There are some things that are not healthy for what God is doing, especially if we're trying to glow up, right? We want to be successful. We want to be attractive. We want to glow up. And so there's some things that is not conducive to the new person you are today. Remember Lot's wife. Now, I had a problem with that because poor Lot's wife, all she did was look back. I'm thinking, how many times did I look in my rearview mirror? How many times I've been in a traffic jam and somebody ran me over and I looked in my, you know, you know, how many times I look back? How many times I hung around some things that I did? She just looked back. But when I look at the context of that, you know, our English language only do, does but so much to things. It says in that setting that she was considering. She was depending. She was gazing. She was observing. She was regarding. She was paying attention. So as much as we remember Lot's wife, it's like she just looked back. No, Lot's wife was looking back to things that she should not, that was unhealthy. And, and if you remember, the angel of the Lord said, don't look, don't look back, keep forward and move forward. Billy Graham says it like this, don't be bound by your past and its failures. Don't be bound by it, but don't also forget the lessons you learn either. Listen, I come from a, a, a past where addiction and those things are prevalent. And I can tell you the one thing that I notice is consistent with people who struggle through some lifetime. Shame. We carry too much shame. God is telling us, don't look back. Forget. We carry shame. We carry unforgiveness. God is telling us to let those things go. And Isaiah says it like that. Forget those former things. Do not dwell on the past. See what? I'm doing a new thing, and now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I am making a way in the desert and streams in the way. God is doing a new thing in your life. God is doing a, you a new creation in Christ. Forget the formal things. Some things you got to let go. Something we, we used to have this thing. Uh, we do a physical representation where we just rock, uh, rock uh, put marker and, and, and write our issues on the, on the rock. And we grab the rock and we just toss it in the water. And when we toss it, we let it, we let it go. Some things we need, to forget, we need to forget. Conquering your past by focusing on your future. Anybody going somewhere in this room? Anybody want to glow up? Anybody want to grow up? <laughs> Anywhere but backwards. Anywhere but backwards. In order to do that, you know, in, in order to forget and let some things go, um, you have to stay focused. You have to stay focused. In verse 22 to 23, it says, And he said to his disciples, The days are coming when you will desire to see one uh, see one of the days of the son of man and you will not see it and they will say to you look there and look here do not go out or follow them so there will be some confusion we're talking about the kingdom principle right you know what's interesting they, they missed the kingdom principle and the king was sitting with them 
If you're looking for the kingdom of God, you have the king with you. The kingdom was at hand. You ever heard keep the main thing the main thing? You know, sometimes we get on rabbit trails about things that's not even that important, right? Keep the main thing the main thing. And last time I checked, Jesus was the main thing. The kingdom was at hand. Christ was in their midst. And they were asking and looking and asking. We get distracted. Our, our culture prides itself on a fast-paced, attention-grabbing world. It is easy to get caught up on a daily grind. It's, we get distracted. We lose sight of our true meaning and purpose in life. The worship and the love of God and the love for others. Do we get distracted, church? We got some real folks in this. Eh? Sometimes we get distracted, right? Well, you know, all of a sudden work is so busy, right? Oh, I got to check that email. I got to do this. And then with the, with the amazing thing of, of Internet, we have access to, to information that comes at a face space. Scroll, 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 right? I was at a dinner. I was at a dinner and um, it was a husband and wife. I usually leave people alone. I, I'm not the type that just, uh, with the, I think my wife calls it um, uh, when, when somebody offer advice. Unsolicited advice. <laughs> you know, since I counsel and, and do this all day, I, I had the tendency to want to, to, to offer unsolicited advice, but I don't. I, thank you, Lord. I, God gave me a wife. <laughs> no, don't say anything, right? And so uh, praise God for that, right? And I walked past this couple, right? And, I, and this time, I'm sorry, but honey, I didn't, I didn't win that day. I mean, they were sitting at a table with other couples, and they were scrolling so fast. And I, it just drew my attention. Like, they were next to each other, that other couples. And I just, I just gently said, y'all scrolling pretty good. And they both just jumped up. And, <laughs> and, but we are distracted. Stay focused, believers. Stay focused, saints. They missed the kingdom, and he was, the king was right there. Vision is our ability to see God's presence and to precede God's power to focus on God's plan in spite of obstacles. It's vision. What are, what, what are distracting you? You ever think about that? What's distracting you where you're not seeing clearly? What adjustments that you need to make that will allow you to experience kingdom living? What, what is hindering you basically from you to glow up? What is hindering that? Because last time I checked, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. So stay focused, saints. Stay focused. We get distracted. This is the halfway year. Uh, I make fun. I'm glad I'm on this side of the coast. I'm on Jersey Shore, so y'all won't be offended. But I said this uh, on, the, on, on, on the West Coast where I'm close to the Philadelphia, right? And the focus, right? And I said, hey, Eagles fans, y'all won the... Oh, boy. <laughs> I said, y'all won the first half. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all won the first half. But y'all lost the second half. <laughs> yeah, where was y'all focused? Boy, I didn't know if I was going to make it out of there. Anybody encounter an Eagle fan? Any Eagle fans? I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, oh, y'all got a back door? Okay, good. All right. Yeah, they're brutal, right? 
they had this, they lost focus somewhere. They, they're focused. <laughs> and Kansas City came in, they were focused, and they won the game, right? And this is halfway through the year. This is a perfect time. Maybe the year is not what you thought it was going to be, but it's time to push. The, we can push the reset button and move on, right? And that's the next uh, and final forward. Let's move forward. Anywhere but backwards, right? Move forward. On that day, let, let one of who is on the housetop with his goods in the house knock come down to take them away. And likewise, let the one who is in the fields not turn back. Remember Lot's wife, whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it. And but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, in that in, in the in that night, there will be two in a bed. One will be taken and the other left. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. And if you let your life go, you will save it. When I was in the throes of addiction, I kind of hung on to some friends and some old cronies and some places. And I realized every time I would try to move forward, they pulled me back. Boy, I got a sister. I got one person in the room over there. I can't see you, but you're here. <laughs> I can't see you, but you're here. Praise God. They pulled me back. And how many of you know that there are some people and some things that are good to you, right? They just, man, I, they're good to you, but how much are they not good for you? So we're trying to glow up, and it's just others that are just where they are, and clinging to that life, you will lose it. And sadly, some, some people actually physically lose their life connecting with their old. The Lord says, oh, taste and see, that the Lord is good. Blessed the man or woman who takes refuge in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Part of moving forward is that when you encounter the Lord, there's not much that can compare to what he is. And so we taste and see that he is good. And then there's something to compare. Lord, you're better than XYZ. Lord, you're greater than XYZ. It's a long obedience in the same direction. We talked about obedience is part of the healing process. I love this verse. Isaiah 41.10 says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. See, moving forward, friends, doesn't always mean it's going to be easy. Moving forward doesn't always going to be a path of, of of, of, of comfort. But moving forward, God said he will always be with you. People will leave you. Um, folks will move on, but God will never leave you. He said, I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will hold you up with my righteous right hand. Some version says victorious hand. And we know anybody in Christ is a new creation, right? And life more abundantly. Moving forward, staying focused. I remember reading the, uh, the Pilgrim Progress in different plays. And they, and they had this, this, this setting when they, talk, they call it the, 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 the vanity fair. And, and all sorts of vanity. It reminds me of the mall, right? You go in the mall, you got all this attraction. Oh, I want this, I want that. And it said these pilgrims set very light on all their wares. They, they, they said it, they cared not so much as to look upon them. And if they called upon them to buy, 
they would put their fingers in their ears and cry, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity and look upwards to signify their, that their trade and traffic was in heaven. They looked. Paul says it like this. Brothers and sisters, do not consider myself yet. I don't consider myself yet not have taken hold of it. But one thing I do do is forgetting what's behind and straining towards what's ahead. Man, I, I got a three-year-old. I had then three-year-old. My wife was doing praise and worship. And after got praise and work, there's 100 people in the crowd, giants compared to this little guy. And, and, and I watched him. I was like, what is this guy going to do? And I watched him navigate through those, those legs and those people and all the way from the back of the room and, 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 and focus and grab his mom. I watched him. He stayed forward. He stayed focused. He wasn't looking back. And, 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 and Lord, can we have the desire like that little child to get to his mother? Lord, do we have that desire to get to you like that? As I conclude. Yeah, yeah I, I got I to gotta tell on myself since it's my first time here. As a new believer, when a pastor said, as I conclude, I used to get excited. I was like, <laughs> that, that, I got go get something to eat, got some football. Thank you, you boy. <laughs> as I conclude. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, since we are surrounded by great cows with us, let us lay aside every weight, let us aside every sin, and which cling so closely to us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. The kingdom of God is at here. The kingdom is with us. God wants us to glow up. I'm going to end with this story. Worship band, worship team, if you guys want to come up and, and uh, finish your set. Um, there's a guy, uh, we, we do a serve day, and I'm glad Chaplain CJ, he was a key to that. Um, uh, serve day, we just was end up cutting grass, doing weeds, things, things that, that you guys do, just serve the community. And, you know, this one guy, Bill, uh, Bill just kept asking, who were we? Just asking questions throughout the day as we were trimming up and he needed a lot of work. And, 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 and as we were uh, looking at it, Bill said, what, who are you and can I have what you have? That was his question. And I said, sir, and we, we communicated the gospel. We are believers of Jesus Christ. Jesus came into our lives. Jesus uh, uh, changed us, Lord. Bill said, I want what you have. The kingdom of God right there. I want what you have. What a, what a perfect question. Served his need. And then we was able to give what he really did. Right there, Bill uh, prayed and and, and prayed and, 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 he, and he confessed with his mouth that Jesus was Lord. He opened his heart and, let, and, 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 and he confessed that Christ was his Savior. There's no doubt about my built entered the kingdom of God that day. Amen? Amen? He passed from darkness to light. He passed from death to life. Old habits to new habits. Harder stones to the harder flesh. He was redeemed. He was accepted. He was love. Bill glowed up.
And saints, I just want to share with you today, Glow Up is, is, is focused center on Jesus and Jesus and Malone. Amen? Amen. Amen.